Championship FC Championship Weekend. <laughs> FC Championship doesn't mean anything, does it? That's stupid. Yes, football conference. No. No, that does make sense, actually. No, to see. And we're starting this over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome in to another week of the Stadium Experience with your host, Jake Elmsley. That's right. It has been exactly one week since last time I started an episode of this podcast. Jordan Moment here alongside me for the first time in one week. We haven't talked since then. And nope. you know, Jordan, a lot of interesting things happened in sports this week. I'd say we had the conference title games, one very good game, one tragic and interesting to talk about. The NBA trade deadline is coming up. The Bruins going for the all-time win record in the NHR. Now, that's right, hockey fans. Just threw you a bone. The Red Sox sure are the Red Sox. But, Jordan, I think Mm -hmm. more interesting than all that, I think more interesting to everybody, is that we have some brand new pointing and laughing to do with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Something we often don't do on this show. Something we've talked about. A lot of people have asked. They write me letters, they come in the mail, they say, you know what, why don't you talk about the offensive coaching on the Patriots enough? They say it like it's a big story, Jake. You got to talk about it more. They tweet at me, they send me carrier pigeons, they send me VHS tapes of them recording their pleas, offering me things, monetary, emotional things. And I say, no, 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 I just don't think it's that interesting to talk about. But fine, 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 fine. I will this week because on, I believe, Thursday, this article, Friday, actually, this article came out in the Herald uh, by Andrew Callahan and Karen Garigian, both both very good reporters. Uh, the title of the article, Inside the Most Dysfunctional Patriot Season Under Bill Belichick, quote, I've never seen anything like it. And according to them, a lot of their sources come from play, from coaches and players inside the building. Everything's anonymous, as these things often are. Mm-hmm. But there is... I guess there's nothing groundbreaking in this. I'll preface it with this. But it does peel back the layers a little bit more. And I think there are some quotes in here that I think are interesting. This article talks a lot about their attempts to implement a new off, excuse me, implement a new style of offense this offseason. Uh, talks about the, mm, the dysfunction of most of the thing. And early on, it goes into this. And if you remember, during the offseason, a lot was made about how the Patriots trying to switch to this, like, Shanahan-style system, trying to switch to more of a West Coast offense, zone running, all that. And... They didn't do it. Yeah, they failed miserably at doing it. Now, <laughs> now, I'll say what I said then. Great idea. Fine idea. They, well, they were trying to do two things. They were trying to do to switch the offense, to switch to at least implement elements of a new system, and simplify the current existing system, which had become very, very complicated over 20-plus years with Tom Brady and sometimes Josh McDaniels, and then Josh McDaniels again. And I, Jordan, I'm sure... You know, how many times did we hear, like, oh, like, new players coming with the Patriots, and they, like, can't grasp the system, and they, like, can't keep up with Brady. And I'm sure at some level that's true. I'm sure there's some truth to that. I would just imagine that if you have one guy who's the greatest player in the history of the sport, 
just adding layers to an offense year after year. After 20 years, probably very incomprehensible to most outsiders, save for, you know, the people who have been in it for 20 years. So simplify the system. Sounds like a great idea. Add these modern offense elements. I've called for it a lot, Jordan. I've called for it all year. Fine. However, another thing we talked about is that they didn't have anybody who knew anything about that sort of system. And the article goes into this. Second makes the same point. None of the assistants had coached a Shanahan-style system before, like the Rams. Be it under McVay or any disciple of Mike Shanahan, the namesake of the NFL's most popular offense, the staff's lack of understanding became a frequent source of frustration in meetings. When players with experience in Shanahan systems, read Kendrick Bourne probably, of which there were at least half a dozen, would raise questions about how to solve the defense they would face with other teams. A lot of guys would ask, well, what's going to happen if the defense does this? And you would see that they hadn't really accounted for that yet, one source said. And they'd say, we'll get to that when we get to that. When we get to that. That type of attitude got us in trouble. Eventually, the staff's approach ran counter to the reason they had pivoted in the first place. By the end, they were just making 1,000 adjustments instead of building them in at the beginning, one source said. The roof of most problems fell onto Patricia's domain. So again, nothing we didn't infer. All season. But. <laughs> not a good look if they're asked. If you have players. Again, because you have some players who have played in those types of offenses before. Some players who have some kind of understanding. And if you're asking, like, hey, how do we. What do you do with the defense? Like, shifts in, like, a cover three or something. Ah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We haven't thought about that yet. We'll get to it. We're learning how to coach offense, guys. Move on. Then, and then this is just kind of grinding an axe for me myself. But another glaring issue was the disconnect between the Patriots' run and pass scheme. Something rarely seen in New England and never true with Shanahan systems. Very true, those entire systems are built on the running game. Anyway, according to Sports Info Solutions, the Patriots called 83 outside zone or stretch run plays during the regular season compared to a league-low five bootleg play-action passes. The most common and complementary passing schemes of those runs. Wow. Uh, it's not, it's not. I mean, Jordan, how often do we talk? Again, none of this is new. I got to be honest. But but they but they hear the exact numbers. Oh, it's unbelievable. Only, only 83? Well, only five? The, the zone runs are fine. Whatever. I, that's, a, that's a fine number. But it's not like your entire offense is a section of it. But, you know, the ent entire system uh, is built off of the zone runs. And then the bootlegs. Basically, it's all placed off that. And then the play action passing. Which is up, which is the most basic thing in the world, by the way. This is me, a nincompoop, who knows nothing of these things. Like, my understanding of it on that basic level in Jordan. How much during the year did I complain about them not calling, like, them not just using play action at all? When they, when they were going from a system that last year was predicated on it and their quarterback was very successful too, then switching to a system that also implements it as a pillar of the system, and then somehow just not doing it either way. Because <laughs> again, Jordan, they had, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> they, it's not yes. like you can even argue like, well, you know, last year we didn't really run a lot of play action. No, you did. You ran a ton of it. It was like your best thing. And then you can't do switching to a system that also a, a different type, not five play action passes, that's five of like the bootleg play actions. However, ah, yeah, ah, not new information again, but 
not sounding like everybody was on one page. Then the article just just flies into complete and utter Joe Judge slander. Would you like to hear some Joe Judge slander, Jordan? Yes, please. Okay. Around early October, when Jones was sidelined with a high ankle sprain, players began to see less of his position coach in meetings. His position coach being Joe Judge. Joe Judge, they later suspected, was in a long process of being phased out. It was a stark change from training camp when Judge would command meetings and share their share the play call sheet and team periods with Patricia and Belichick. Judge also, this is a good one, Judge also coached across positions in practice, forcing other assistants to occasionally correct his talking points to players during drills. So imagine, Jordan, you're just there, you're like coaching up the, you'd be a linebacker coach, I know you love linebackers. Mm-hmm. You're there co- coaching up the linebackers, and then, you know, over comes Joe, Joe Judge just sticking his, no, he's like, hey, uh, Mac doesn't want to talk to me. Mac told me that I'm a that I'm a dumb fuck and should shut my stupid mouth. I'm just gonna run some stuff by you. I'm gonna run some stuff by you guys. And then he's just he's just wrong. What whatever he's telling you is wildly incorrect. Anyway, I think there were times the coaches were frustrated, especially the ones who had been in the staff in years past and knew what we had done. One source said, as Patricia came under outside fire as the face of the offense. Judge drew increasing criticism from within. Belichick would blast him in practice, and it wasn't uncommon for jo- Judge and Jones to trade profanity-laced outburst. Jones's trust in his position coach was effectively non-existent. Now, that points to something I said all year. That's not a story of Jordan. I started saying like week four. Where when, when Max mechanics start, see, well, not week four, he's hurt week four, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I think it was like October, maybe I said, I don't remember. Whenever I started pointing to it, when, it's, when it was obvious that Mac had mechanically fallen apart entirely. Just on like a fundamental level, did I not point out that, you know, even if maybe anything Joe Judge is telling him is vaguely correct, which maybe it could be. Uh, maybe. You know, he might know a thing or two. He's probably not listening. He's probably not taking it in at all, which maybe is a knock to Mac. To a certain extent. But he's probably not taking it. Sounding like that was definitely the Which again, Jordan, this is not new information. Uh, this was all obvious. You, we all knew this because they were screaming at each other on the field. We knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. But that's fun. Anyway, it then continues. Also, by the way, this sounds... Then the other... The first half of that, I'll be honest. I'm going to defend him. Sounds like Belichick and Patricia kind of started throwing him under the bus. If anything, sounds like you kind of, I don't know how much impact a quarterback's coach is really having. So it sounds like maybe they smelt blood on the water around uh, people not liking Joe Judge. And it's like, wow, could throw this guy under the bus. Because <laughs> again, I say like of, the, of all the parties involved, Joe Judge is a distant third or fourth to the Patriots offense not being functional this year. I know he's been lumped in with these guys a lot. I'll be fair. I don't know how much damage you're doing as a quarterback's coach that nobody wants to listen to. But maybe I'm wrong because apparently he was trying to talk to everybody. Apparently, he was trying to stick his nose in every single meeting, but Mac didn't like him at all. And then here's a here's a zinger, Jordan. Tell me if this sounds like a, like a good situation. Judge would speak extra loudly in meetings, trying to project like he was the guy. And I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Mm. Do, you, do you want to hear Joe Judge talk like he's the guy, Jordan? I, I wouldn't like that. 
you wouldn't like that. You don't think Joe Judge was was speaking extra loud because he just had something extra good to say? Mm, I, I doubt it. <laughs> you don't think he just he was like, oh no no no, I got it, I got it, guys, let's run no play action. So anyway, again, nothing groundbreaking out of this article. Nothing that. I have not assumed was true since, like, I don't know, September 17th, will will say. But! <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, it, it, the fact that, that, frankly, the fact that coaches are willing to, assumably coaches or players, are willing to talk about it. Oh, baby, Bill O'Brien's got his work cut out for him, Jordan. Which, by the way, I saw today Bill O'Brien's official title is Offensive Coordinator and QB coach, which again, mm. which can only be a po- Joe Judge is still on the staff. Allegedly, he's down there with them in the Senior Bowl. Which, by the way, the Patriots staff uh, coaching the Senior Bowl read good things. Read good poor, things. Poor, poor bastards at the Senior you Bowl. Know? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Era, he's down. Bill Bryan's down there with him. You know the whole whole staff. They're down there. Looks like Belichick's been engaged though. I gotta tell you. Seen a lot of little videos. He's like, he's getting in there with kids, like pulling them aside, like showing them, showing them like some blocking stuff, showing them some, uh, getting to their stances and stuff. So, you know, he looks, looks a little engaged, Jordan. He's good. He's having a good day. Not a bad day. It's good when people get to a certain age. You like to see him have good days. A little bit active. So, you know, that's, so now he'll probably only draft people that played in the senior bowl is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. We probably won't see Belichick again until the draft, and then every single player they draft will be somebody from the Senior Bowl. Probably some good players down from the West team, because they coach the West team for some reason. Probably know how that works out. But probably will only be that. Well, it's going to be the Shrine Bowl, it's called. But we'll probably only draft players that played in the Senior Bowl. But, you know, it's, you know, maybe, maybe some of them will be good. Yeah. Maybe some of them will be good. Some good again. Reading some good stuff about Trey Trey Flowers, Zay Flowers, is that his name? Out of Boston College. Good. Uh, read a lot of good stuff about him. He's been looking good. Want a Boston College guy? Do you want to know? You went to a BC game or two this year. I I did I did see him. <laughs> want, he, he he looked all right. On Zay Flowers. There he we go. He looked terrible. Oh, there we go. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know, Jordan. Any any of this uh, any of this stuff from the Herald article move the needle for you? Um, you know, all this just just comes back to the the main question I I had all all throughout the last year or so. This, why did they do this in the first place? I, what did they really think was going to happen? I they Belichick genuinely believed that you could, and he said it. He just genuinely believed that being a good being able to coach any part of football means you can coach any other part of football. He he is incorrect. Very got that one pretty wrong. Maybe did not did not get that one. <laughs> it did did not did not get that. Oh, by the way, one more quote from this: Members of the organization feel Bill Belichick was lucky to land the fifty-three-year-old Bill O'Brien near the end of his contract with the University of Alabama. So, Jordan, they're they're lucky to have Bill O'Brien, is what they're saying down there. Oh boy! And another and another quote from another source: I love Coach Belichick. But he effed us. 
And frankly, yeah. that coat could be from Joe Judge or Matt Patricia or anybody else. <laughs> if I'm Joe Judge, I also think Bill Belichick kind of effed me. That's direct, direct from Matt Judon. <laughs> Had 15 sacks this year. Didn't matter. Could have that could have came from anybody in the building. Liter and again, including the people who were who messed up the most. Because if you're Matt Patricia or Joe, my lord, do you again? I don't even blame them. To I blame Belichick more than I blame them. Because my lord, were they just putting this? I mean, like, what are you gonna do if you're them? Unless you're just gonna walk away from the job. Which I guess is a lot to expect somebody to do. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> You're thrown to the worst situation imaginable. And Matt Patricia is gone. He still has not like they haven't like re-signed him. So I guess he's just gone. Again, I guess they just wanted him because he's cheap. You know, again, Joe Judge, who everybody hates apparently, and likes to just kind of walk around and give like wrong advice to people during uh during positional meetings, is still there because they don't have to pay him. He's down there at the senior bowl, baby. But, oh, Lord, I, you know, it's, it's almost Jordan. It almost lets me cope more. Like the more you read about how bad it is, it's almost like, well, maybe, maybe just having normal offensive coaching actually will, it will be good enough to get this team like two or three more wins. Cause my Lord, what a disaster, you know, you know, if it's this much of a disaster, the opposite of a disaster must make an actual difference. It must actually make a tangible difference. I mean, how are you? How can you feel otherwise? But uh, yeah, again, if you're like, you know, you're just we dance on the graves a little bit more. Hopefully, we get to do this less. I, you know, I kind of, I was kind of excited not to have to do this anymore. I was like, ooh, new page, baby. We step into a new exciting future with a new exciting play caller called Bill O'Brien. New blood, baby. But uh, nope, nope. Blame uh, blame Garigian and Callahan. They did this to us, not me. They had, to, they had to go do some journalism. They had to go get some good sources. So now we got to talk about it. So that's, you know, again, new things. I mean, we haven't talked about a lot on this show. Thought it would be important to address it. But anyway, we can talk about actual football games now. Isn't, uh, you know, actual good teams playing football, winning football. Well, well they got to ask you, was it the teams playing football or was it the rest? Oh, Jordan, do I hate it. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much because I do – do I not talk about this? Like, it seems like every year this happens during the conference title games, almost every year. We get bogged down in a stupid ref debate, and I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like talking about – A, because it's, it's like the least fun thing to talk about, right? Like, what's less fun to talk about than rules? Get to do some rules talk, baby. The, the people who conduct the rules. Oh, my God. Who, it's the worst. I hate it. and regulate them. Oh, Jordan, I hate it. Oh, I do. I hate it. Like, I'm at a point where I'm like, just get rid of all replay. Like, truly and genuinely. Like, I'd rather just things get, get like, they just get things wrong and we just get through it. And then it's done and we don't talk about it. I know that'll never happen. Because, I, I don't know, we just gone too far. When do we ever go back with technology? But, oh, my God, like, what, how, what a way to overshadow, like, an otherwise, like, excellent football game, right? And I'm not saying overshadow by them, because I don't even know what they really got wrong. What did they get wrong? Like, what, what, like, yeah, it sucks that, you know, they, that, like, the Chiefs get to convert because of a roughing the passer penalty and not because, like, you know, the best quarterback in the league makes, like, a sick play. But also, just don't hit him on the way out. Like, just don't do it. If you don't do it. 
Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And by the way, every single, like, person who's ever played, like, defensive line in the NFL who has a Twitter, and, like, half the fan bases will act like they've never seen a roughing the passer call, or they've never seen an unnecessary roughness call in their life, by the way. That's what bothers me more than anything. People will act like, well, how? What's up to call? How's that unnecessary roughness? How is it? It's like, yeah, you can't. When do you, when do you ever get two steps out of bounds, get hit, and it doesn't get called? I'm sure it happens, but it's not supposed to happen. Like, that's the rule. So I don't know, John. I just, I hate it. I, I hate how it feels like every year we have to do this. I hate it. We don't have to do it. People just well, are babies. Because because kids nowadays are too soft. Yeah, people are just babies. Too soft and the league's too soft. Yeah, people are just babies. Like people are just babies and they just want to complain about refs instead of do anything. Like the the Bengals they lost. They 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 reset the clock and then and then they filled the third down conversion and the refs gave the Chiefs another yeah, bizarre. chance. Yeah, I don't care. At the third that they're down. Ah. Yeah, because we're over refereeing sports. We're over like we're over replaying it. Like it's yeah, I don't like it. Trying to put every game inside the Georgia Dome. Like, it's, it's not necessary. But what is the catch? Who cares? Ah, oh my God. I just, ah. Like, nothing worse. We'd have no catch discourse. And we could, like, sit there <laughs> and replay it and then send it to New York. Except sometimes you can't send it to New York. Or sometimes you can send it to New York, but only if you challenge it. But you can only challenge it sometimes. Like, it's a mess. We haven't made anything better. All this technology has not made anything better, Jordan. Nothing has been improved by it. They still get a bunch of calls wrong. And now everything just takes longer and is worse. And they force you to look at it. They just shove it in your face for eight minutes to sit there and be like, oh, maybe it's a catch. Oh, well, that angle, maybe. I hate it. I hate looking at a play for four times from different angles. Just sitting there. I hate it. So stupid. Truly and genuinely. Just abolish all replay. But, Jake, it was an intentional grounding. Oh, my God, I know. Oh, my Lord. Well, can we send it to New York, Jordan, or is that only – it's only a New York call if uh. – so, so, you can only send it to New York if there's less than four minutes remaining in, in before before the half or close of the game. And there's there's no timeouts by either team, and you have to go summon an old soothsayer yeah, to okay, okay. I was gonna ask go you read the your future. Rules. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Only if like a red, if some form of, if a bird that's, that's mainly a primary color has flown over the stadium in the last hour. Exactly. Like, wow, Jordan, I love, I love sports. I love being a sports fan because I get to memorize a bunch of arbitrary statutes and I have to like regurgitate them to win arguments with people on Twitter. That's, that's what sports are all about, Jordan. This is. Don't, don't forget you have to slaughter a newborn lamb and oh, read its entrails so, so the gods can but, give you But, 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 if it sign. happens, if it happens on a time where it's all the same, like a 3-3-3 three, three, three on the play clock, you don't have to do anything. That's Ooh, when the universe that aligns and just gets sent to New York for free. This is true. It's true. Doesn't this make the game better, Jordan? Doesn't all this make the game so much better? Doesn't this make fo- the more enjoyable entertainment product for you to watch? Don't you love this more? I mean, I know you love this for like the chaos like because it inflicts like pain on people but you know doesn't make the product like more fun and watchable oh baby i Jake, love every, it every time every time i read catch discourse my strength grows tenfold <laughs> see it only eats at me jordan it's like it's like uh, it's like the berserk armor for me <laughs> catch discourse <laughs> it just just I, i'm colorblind now since i've seen so much catch discourse <laughs> but oh my god i just i hate it i hate it 
I hate, I genuinely hate. That's all people have talked about for, by the way, now the Bengals just get to go by with a free pass, by the way. I hate that too. Again, I also just hate ref discourse because from like a narrative perspective, it, it like, it like, it like shields like teams from being accountable for like losing because they lost. They lost. The Bengals, they lost. It wouldn't matter if Patrick Mahomes didn't run a bounce. A, you just didn't hit him when he was running out of bounds. Or B, I don't know, you scored at any of the points when you scored. <laughs> if like Joe Burrow didn't throw a pick with like three, with like five, seven minutes to go in the game, or you don't punt on the next possession, like it's just, ah, I hate it. Oh my god, it's just I hate I hate ref discourse, Jordan. Anyway, what would you think of the game? Which outside of meaningless, meaningless rule discourse? Uh, I, th- I think the script writers gave us both a uh, a triumph. And a tragedy. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, that that Forty Nineers game sucked. I hated that. I watched that whole game too. I that game. I, I, yeah. Depressing. I don't even know what to make of that one. Like it, 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 it did, it did. I'll give you, I'll give you some. Uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you seventy percent correctness on, 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 on your take last week. Yeah, I mean, just... I'll, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe instead of having one great quarterback, you have about <laughs> four or five kind of good quarterbacks. <laughs> you apparently need them. I who whoever is the trainer for the quarterbacks in San Francisco needs to like be fired. Like needs to be like shot into the sun. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're doing so wrong on keeping their quarterbacks healthy. I don't know if like they're just they're scouting these guys wrong. If they're training them wrong, if like they're not getting enough water because there's a drought in California, and also don't have a backup tight end block the guy who has 16 sacks. You know, even that the, like the, on the season. You know, dudes get sacked sometimes. <laughs> like it just it just happens. And absolutely ruined Brock Purdy's elbow. It's UCL baby seeking a second opinion on if he needs surgery. Tom, Tommy John's coming, baby. I you know. Ah, like how? What is it with that? Like, how do you, I don't even know what to make of that. Like, not that they were like, you know, killing it in that game before, but I mean, why? They said Jimmy. By the way, Garoppolo was kind of pissing me off during that game. He just him and him and Trey Lance, they're they're having a good old time. They, you know, what's Trey Lance? They're off in their own world. Because Garoppolo, like Garoppolo, was like smiling. And maybe it's easy to see him smile because he's got you know a beautiful smile so when you see it you just because he's so he's so handsome you just can't help but look at it exactly you're like (laughs) ah so charmed what's going on over there like a diamond and it's like a diamond upon a pile of coal but you see it and you're like ooh. but then i'm like oh i see what's he smiling about get out of here your team's losing buddy come on come on still paying your check you know i don't know i didn't like it is trey lance too is trey lance goofing around yeah like trey they they showed a footage like trey lance telling tell him a joke Okay, yeah, no time for joking. He laughed, and then, then, then he got serious after <laughs> the, he was done the laughing. The three of you, 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 Garoppolo, and Purdy all need to, like, merge together to form, like, one healthy guy. All your injuries are in different areas. If you, like, all merge together, true. you'd be one healthy, cord- you'd be one healthy, like, 84 overall quarterback. It's just... <laughs> I don't even I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to make of it. Like, it's the same thing with the 49ers every year. It's, like, a, a really good... Like, I don't know why yeah, they put I, I, Brock back in. On I don't know why they put Brock. Honestly, I do give them crap for this. I do think like I do I do give them crap for putting Brock Purdy back in. Like truly and genuinely. Like I don't know what that was. They showed like that was like that was ballless. I think that was like one of the most gutless things I've ever seen in a major game. Like you put that guy in, knowing he couldn't throw the ball, like knowing he was just he was doing nothing. 
What were they supposed to put do? It, put it, like, put McCaffrey at quarterback or anything else. Do anything else. Think outside the box. You know, supposedly you're this offensive genius, Kyle Shanahan. Put some, do, it, do anything else. Jake, he Jake, didn't throw the ball. Two, Jake, this isn't the 2007. You just Who can't cares? come out in the wildcat. You're better than what they're doing. <laughs> better than putting out a quarterback who can't throw and can't run. It literally is yeah, better. It was... Who cares? Try. It's a conference title game. Try. What, what's the worst that can happen? You lose? Well, you, you also get Christian McCaffrey injured. Ah, who cares? He's going to get injured anyways. Christian McCaffrey. Like he's... I, I do oh, what do you mean you can get him injured? Who cares? He'll be handing the ball off half the time. Who cares? Like, he's getting the ball at every possession anyway. Maybe you get a roughing the passer call on him. It's just stupid. That was stupid. That that I did not like. They were in a they bad, were, si bad they situation. They were in dire streets. Bad situation. Yes. Try. You can still try. I'm a 49ers fan. I'm mad about that. I'm mad about. I'm like, why? What were they, they going to do? Literally run, anything. Run, run a QB powered yes. 50 times. Yes. What, better than what they were doing. compared to Brock Purdy At, handed it off 50 see, times. You see, Brock Purdy, elbow shattered. You know he can't throw. Yeah, at the very least, run like an option with a guy who can like who's actually like a threat to run. At, that, literally, it adds another. It adds more of an element to your offense than having a quarterback out there who can't throw and isn't a particularly good runner. Yes, you were literally playing playing ten on eleven. At least play eleven on eleven at, like a high school. You <laughs> might as well. It's literally that was gutless. That was they gave up. They do, surrendered. Do, do you do you know how probably the Eagles, won't work? Eagles would have ate that running game alive. Ah, they were doing it they anyway. It would literally make it harder for them to eat that running game alive than what it was for them. They gave up. That one, that one, I doubt what I, that one, I'm out on them for. Gotta be honest. That one, that one, they don't get. They, they don't get a pass for me on that one. That you, you could have tried something. You could have, you could have tried something. You like, literally what? gave up. Like, like what? Literally put like who? I don't put put Debo Samuel in at QB. I don't know. Try, try. <laughs> it would be better. You can't tell me it wouldn't have been better than having a Brock Purdy out there who can't throw the ball because he tore it, his it UCL. It would have been it would have been absurd to have Debo Samuel no, it as wouldn't. quarterback. Would have been absurd. No, it wouldn't. It was absurd to put the guy back in with a shattered elbow. Well, they didn't know it was shattered at the time. They thought yeah, it was like a nerve, a nerve thing. They knew it was shattered enough that he wasn't throwing. They had him throw the ball once for three yards. They know. They knew he wasn't right. They could have tried. It's a conference title game. Like try. What, what were they going to? They were they were done either. Literally. Way. It was, any it of was the, the game I'm was already you. over. They were down by like one touchdown when they put him in, I believe. They were, it was 21-7 when they put him in. It, the game was already you over. You know, but maybe, I don't know, maybe not. I mean, you have all these weapons. <laughs> you have this great running game. Maybe you fake something. <laughs> Would you rather, okay, well, well, so are you well, literally, you... are you really telling me that like, that like a Brock Purdy who can't throw is, is better than like, I don't know, like the Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey read option? You genuinely think that's not like better? It's, that, it's, it's, it's just as effective. I think it's more effective. The, 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 the Debo Samuel Christian McCaffrey option is fooling nobody. I I mean it is it's by nature. You don't, know which, you don't know which one's gonna run with the ball, and they're both players you have to defend. They're both good threatening runners. They're both. Then, then you, you you bring you bring down some linebackers. You put eight in the box. That's what they were doing said, anyway. <laughs> At least maybe one of, work. Them, one of them has a better <laughs> chance of breaking it off than like. Brock Purdy does. One of those guys at least has a better chance of breaking the run off. So what are you, are you just going to extend? You're yes. going to extend the play yes. either that 
down, down, down the line of scrimmage. Maybe and have one guy get taken out. Anything and guy creative. Come out. Do anything creative because you it, it, supposedly it was, have they, this uber creative. You see, Jordan, you're a quitter too. Then They're, I'm not a quitter. Jake, put the punter the in. They put were the punter in. I know, probably not that. They quit. Like they just they quit. I don't know. I mean, it's been it a was, bunch it of was like already, it was already done. Ah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know when to fold it. Or not? Why fold? Why fold? Join the conference. The game was game? the game. The game you was have already no over. To fold. It was already over. They no, already lost. They, they already lost. I don't. Know, maybe not. What, they you already get, lost. You managed to score one touch, one janky touchdown, then your defense gets a stop, and now you know you get to have the ball with a chance to tie it. Then you gave up. It was already done. You gave done. up. It was they already had like done. Five possessions after that, or something. They quite literally had four possessions where they just were throwing a Brock Purdy out there who couldn't throw. Nothing on one of those possessions you don't try. That's bad. No, Jordan, they, that's they did, they did. They did. They did try. They had a. They had like a Christian McCaffrey Wildcat flea yeah, flicker type of do thing. Do more of that. Well, it didn't. It didn't work. Yeah, that's, it that's why I didn't. At least it's an attempt. They attempted it once, and, and yeah. they they weren't fooled. Well, yeah, don't throw. I mean, don't have him throw. Probably don't have him throw the ball a bunch. I mean, that's probably stupid. But you know. I mean, if he didn't throw it, it was it was like a ten yeah. yard loss because well, yeah, there was yeah, a guy in front of his face. Yeah, I'm not saying you just run like a flea for that. Like just, just run some plays. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, well, if you don't know, then they quit. Why do you expect Kyle Shanahan to know? About the offensive genius here. Well, do, well, do you do you know his personnel better than him? Like, do you apparently? Just, I mean, do you just assume that they have like this almighty capability to just do something? No, but I know that it's better than what they were doing. <laughs> well, well, what would you would have done? I would have put in somebody else at quarterback who's like at least a threat to run the ball. That's it what I would have done. Mattered. Like, I'm, it I wouldn't mean, have I, mattered. I, I mean, it might have. It would have. It would have been have better, mattered. Jordan. It would have been better. It I mean, again, like you better. have like all these like <laughs> you have all these weapons, and you're just you're just making them all completely worthless. I don't. I don't. I, the 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 the, the, wep- the weapons are only potent with a facilitator, Jake. Give, you, know. you you can't you can't run you can't win a game based entirely off of gimmicks. Yeah, probably not. But you can't win the game without <laughs> like, with, like like I said like I said this is in two thousand and seven. I like you just can't you just can't come out with the wildcat. Okay, Jordan, again, it's not just, like we've been trying to run anything resembling an offense with Brock Purdy because he couldn't because his elbow was torn up. Of course, I'm blaming him. I did that. I mean, there been a bunch of people getting into like should like teams have to have to carry a third quarterback like they did like ten years ago discourse. Hear that? And then, and then and then and then you like how well do you expect Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel to like know the offense from the quarterback? Oh, probably position? poorly. Yeah, I mean you just literally just be in their ear every play, and be like, okay, this time do, just do, toss do, it to how Debo. Do you, do you, do this you, time, do you know if Debo Samuel can take a snap from under center? Oh, probably, probably not. Probably, I don't know. You figure it out, like you figure it out. Like I don't know. Like they, you the, can't the, tell me they didn't quit. The, the, they the, Debo, the Debo Samuel knows how to proper. Audible somebody in motion. I don't know. Did you play like, quarterback like, dude, in college? Probably. I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's not it's not as easy as you Oh, make I it know seem. it's not as easy. I mean, it's a long shot, but they you can't tell me they didn't literally give up. You're saying it's fine that they give up and that they had no chance. I'm just saying, uh, why give up in that situation? That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> Shanahan's a quitter. Another anti more anti Shanahan take me. Also, please send one of your uh one of your spawns down this way, please. But uh, you're a quitter, buddy. You nah, quit. They quit. They, they, they absolutely they, quit. Dude, dude was they quit. Dude was dead, a, they quit. dead in the water. They quit. Dead in the water. Yeah, they just decided to drown. Or they didn't struggle against the current. 
they would have drowned anyway. If you, you see, you Jordan, either, that's that's quitter you, talk, you, baby. You, you, you either die, you either die dreadfully, or you die peacefully. You see, that's and they chose to die right peacefully. There. That's quitter talk, right? It did, the, the, that the, was the, not peaceful. They did not go down peacefully. Go they down quite literally peacefully. did not go down peacefully. They went down violently <laughs> and petulantly. And it would it would have happened. And the I'd same. be mad too if my coach was like ah fourth quarter ah we just we just went with untried. <laughs> what they did not go what, are they, what are they supposed to do? Jordan, I've outlined multiple things they could have done, and you're like, nah, you're, 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 you're going to run Debo. You're going to have yeah. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey was options. their emergency quarterback. He was listed as their emergency quarterback. So they at least had some some semblance of confidence that maybe, maybe something could have, which maybe means he took, like, one snap in practice during the week. I don't know. I wasn't. I, but they quit, Jordan. You can't tell me they didn't quit. We're agreeing on that. We're agreeing on that. Jake, I'm t- I'm telling I'm telling you, tell- I'm telling you fine to quit. some some Jor- some Jordan sometimes the when you, when you're faced with an impossible problem sometimes yeah, you find the best solution is to is, is to just uh, just just call, just from- just uh, why put put, put 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 the put the chips on the table the conference title game try something do and they something. weren't going to the Super Bowl try doing anything okay and if they did win what the hell would they do now I hope that Garoppolo gets healthy by then <laughs> they will get they that was on the get, table. That was on the table, Garoppolo being smoked. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It would even it was it was better that they lost. No, I'll put it that way. It. it was better that they lost. Ah, gross. Hate it. Bad mentality. Jordan moments. All right. Bad. Okay, mental. Jake. When when you're when you when you're head coach yeah, and know, all absolutely. four of your quarterbacks are out, I'm like, it's, it's not great. It's not a good. I'm not saying they had to win. <laughs> I'm not saying they had to win. I'm saying that you know you could have tried. There were yeah, there were things there were very very fringe options you could have tried instead of quitting. Fringe fringe options does not substitute for a NFL game plan. You're right, but you got you, know, you got about you got to think about... of something on the fly when you're down when you're down four quarterbacks on the season and they just went ah whatever. <laughs> what? what? I, we, who who has who has that contingency well, that's planned why I always out? Say you draft two to three quarterbacks every single season and have. Have up to have like six. I don't know. They should have had a third quarterback, probably. <laughs> they did have a third quarterback. No, he got they, hurt too. No, they, they he got two, a concussion. They had two quarterbacks on the game day roster, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, because the other two were injured. Yeah, they carried four guess. quarterbacks. That's way. I don't even think. I don't even think they had a practice squad QB. Right, I think, I found I think Josh early. Johnson was their practice yeah, squad they QB. Find one. <laughs> I you know. So he, so you hey, can before, go in. So before like so 2012, send... you had to have three quarterbacks on your roster. That was a legitimate rule. You had. Well, to. they should go. They should go. They should bring that rule back. Honestly, obviously... no. I'd rather the 49ers get punished for being arrogant. I've seen that discourse. Honestly, I'd rather they get punished for being arrogant. Honestly. Well, they <laughs> had three quarterbacks on their roster. Well, I'm saying like on the game day roster. Like they gave you like a. Well, spe- they. Well, they. Well... I'm saying they gave you a 46 roster spot, like a game day roster spot. But that 46 spot had to be a third QB. And then they just went, nah, never mind. You can just have like a 46 roster spot. And then just changed it. But in that, and so, you know, then they just got punished for it. So now people are like, oh, maybe they should have had a 47th and force. So, but that one has to be a third QB. And I'm like, no, punish the 49. Frankly, if any team should be worried about their quarterbacks getting hurt, Jordan, it should be the 49ers. So that's not that. Every, every other coach in the NFL would have rolled over and died the same. I, uh, you know, I think some would have. Would have fought against the wind. You think Dan Campbell would have rolled over, Jordan? Think yes. Advanced Dan Campbell the, would have rolled the, over. for Jake for 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 a hundred dollars right now, Monopoly and, money. Who who is who is who is have, who's the Lions backup? He would have. Oh, I got no. Who, uh, who's the Lions backup? Doesn't who, matter. Then who who's the Lions third string? 
Ah, who, who knows? Who's the Lions four string? Probably. I don't, who I'm plays? Sorry. Who plays quarterback when all those guys go out? Uh, Amaron Saint Brown. I think Dan Campbell would go out there himself before he'd roll over and die. <laughs> well, see, that's different. And he'd go out there and play QB himself before he rolled over and die. Uh, their backup was was a Nate Sudfeld, former former 49, 49ers could have used him. They could have used him. Knows on the system. Saturday. On Sunday, yeah. <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. And uh, they don't have a uh, – they do not have a third-string quarterback listed on their depth chart. I mean, I don't know, Jake. You, I, you, you know. You, I mean, how many QBs can you expect to have on a roster? Not, not, I mean, most teams carry two. I'm saying they used to have to carry – frankly, I don't want to make it easier. I'm not saying you change the rules to accommodate them. I'm saying you, like they, they went through four. All four oh, of their QBs oh, are terrible. hurt right Horrible. now. Horrible. Again, at this point, it's their fault. I like I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing, but it's yes, it's there. I don't know what they're doing wrong, but it's something, something they're not doing. So I don't know. Maybe this this probably like helps the Brady to San Francisco case, honestly. If or any. maybe like San Fran, they 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 go in the draft. They they find the 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 the, the biggest meatiest guy they. That's can what Trey Lance like- is. Trey Lance is the big athletic guy. That's why they drafted him. They they need a bigger, more athletic guy. Yeah, clearly. No, I agree. <laughs> they just need, a, just need a guy with natural padding. Can can Anthony Richards will Anthony Richardson drop to like the second Probably or something? Probably not. Anthony Richardson might weigh less than, than Trey Lance. Trey Lance weighs two twenty five. Actually, Brock Purdy weighs two twenty. Wait, no, it carries the same. I mean, though, yeah. But like, can, can Anthony like Richardson some, is like, two thirty one. Pretty you get like some like six six two forty yeah, quarterback from like yeah like like out from like D two I like I don't know no, like I don't somebody, know what, no I I don't know what it is they just they kind of you know I don't know they can't keep these quarterbacks I guess maybe it isn't just Garoppolo's who's in, who's injury prone it might just be something in the lack of water there yeah, and then Chiefs Bengals was was a good game I mean you know just a just a you know just a probably an all time football game between the two best quarterbacks in the league that got overshadowed by refing and also feeling kind of regular also the Bengals talked a lot of crap but you know what i i i respect them for, i'm glad they did jordan because i've talked about this a lot sports are too friendly pro sports have gotten too friendly so i appreciated the Bengals going out of their way to talk a bunch of crap um yeah but you know you, you, ask, you, you ask you ask gotta check the, yeah. the, the cash to check your mouth yeah your good, mouth good. set right. yourself up put put something on the line baby Makes it more entertaining. And also, it also like the guy who were talking junk, like Joe Mixon didn't play. Yep. Eli Eli Apple had no busy. Eli Eli Apple shouldn't him be and, allowed. Him to and talk. Emmanuel Achu and Eli Apple's mom were beefing hard. I don't know if you saw that. Emmanuel Achu's mom was, excuse me, Eli Apple's mom was coming at him. You know, he's, he's everywhere these days. Eli Emmanuel. Eli Apple has no business. Emmanuel Achu, that guy's everywhere these days. Hey man, he's on. He, he'll he'll speak on was, FS1. No, he was hosting the Bachelor at some point, or maybe it was the Bachelorette. I don't know, one of them. Maybe it was the Bachelor in Paradise. Don't think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Bachelor in Paradise is. I would assume it's the Bachelor, but in the more like tropical locale. But Eli Eli Apple, <laughs> dude. But you see, it's dude. good though. It's good. It, it's good. It makes things more interesting. Guys being friendly and respectful all week is lame. That doesn't make see, sense. It, but but Jake, there's you know Joe Mixon, good yeah. player. Unfortunately, he's a running back, so he's underutilized. But Eli Apple, yeah, I get it. I get it. Not saying this not deserves him. to be, but that's even better. Not, you can call him out him. for it. 
you talk about? Good. I'd rather him be that than be friendly and respectful and not give us anything to enjoy. Mayor, like, like if like if like if like CJ Garner comes out nope. and start talking shit and it's like okay, Mayor of Cincinnati, thumbs thumbs up to you. Thank you. Oh, Mayor of Cincinnati, that like that's that's funny. I, also, I really like how everybody was talking shit, but Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, he doesn't need to. You know, that's his, that's his ambiance. It works. It works. The whole, the whole thing works. So I'm glad. Thank you, Bengals. Anyway, Super Bowl's gonna be pretty good, I guess. Two ones. I mean, two, two one seeds. It's not like, you know, Eagles. Eagles certainly had an easy path. Maybe we'll do like Super Bowl picks next week. Eagles. Oh damn. You want to start the the, the copy pasta I saw the the Mickey the Mickey Mouse Eagles? Run? Oh, they had a they had a path wait, and a half. On, wait, baby. hold on. I have, I have it I have it on my phone. When, when oh, excellent, yourself. excellent. All right, all right. They they certainly did everything. Now now they're playing like the best team in the league. So I mean, you know, what do you got to do? But Eagles Mickey Mouse run to Super Bowl appearance under undeserved bye week. Beat a rebuilding Giants team. Beat the 49ers hospital team. I speak for all NFL fans when I say the Super Bowl appearance does not count. <laughs> you know, it's not raw. It's an easy path, but I also don't know what a harder path through the NFC would be. Besides, like, a hey, healthy man, 49ers you, you team. Play, you, play, you play the teams that got to the playoffs. Yeah, no, it, it, no, like, it is. Like, I, that's why I don't like getting into, like, path path slander. But it's like, I don't know. I also, like, again, what would a better, what would a better NFC path have been, like, playing the Cowboys into the divisional round instead. Like you could say maybe playing the Vikings, but like the Giants are there because they beat the Vikings. So yeah, like and the Eagles, yeah, I think also me. beat both those teams this year or all those teams this year already. Like, yeah, you know, just the 49ers, the 49ers were the one real team, the other real team in the NFC. And then, you know, they couldn't show a shred of creativity <laughs> in the fourth quarter. So, you know, then they just they, they oh, just they just waved the uh, they just waved the white flag of San Francisco. Dude, 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 dude hates the Shanahan so much. <laughs> he always, hates him so much. Dude is like so so what? Literally, all your quarterbacks got injured. <laughs> Figure something Think out. Do better. Play yourself. Get in there. Suit up, coach. <laughs> literally, just put somebody else in. Brock Have Purdy's. Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey run a wing T. Yeah. Hey, why not? Try get, it out. Get in the wishbone with George Kittle. Ooh, now you're talking. <laughs> These are all ideas. Get get blown up by by an edge rusher in the wishbone. Probably, but you know, <laughs> when, he at just, least, when he just pops a gap. At least you went down swinging metaphorically instead of actually just swinging because you're mad that you're losing. <laughs> instead of just getting instead of just getting yourself suspended for week one, probably. Hey man, it happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So anyway, uh, Sean Payton got traded today, like literally, like right before the show started. Which I love when news breaks before the show starts. We had another couple of hirings. I don't really. Wait, Jake. Okay. Do you smell that? No, Jordan. What? What is it? Some something something on the on the air. Okay. If you, if you waft, mm-hmm. you can smell it better. I I think I think I think that's that is that, is that Russell Wilson cooking. <laughs> It smells like it, Jordan. You don't feel here coming out of the kitchen. I, I, you know, I was in the kitchen making a sandwich. I, I thought I saw some, some five eleven guy right next to me, and I was like, wow, that that dude kind of looks like Russell Wilson. And okay. I was like, but that can't be him. He, he, he doesn't know how to cook anymore. But uh, yeah, no. So they traded him to the 49ers, not for their, not for the ninth overall pick. Which is the Seahawks have for the twenty, which I didn't realize it was a 29th overall pick before we started. 
They traded the the pick they got in the Bradley Chubb trade, which was the 49ers first round pick, which would be higher if they maybe tried to have an actual offense. But Broncos are really happy that the 49ers phoned it in. They got the 29th to the 31st. I'll tell you that. But Walmart checks are cashing in Kyle Shanahan's account right now. But so they traded that one, which isn't as much. Uh, I'm I'm like back and forth on this. Like if this is like a good, like a good, like a smart thing. Like on one hand, I want to say like first round pick for a coach feels goofy. Now, I think that's almost like a philosophical thing. I mean, A, I don't even know, like, how really, like, I don't even know how, how gung-ho you are about Sean Payton in general, Jordan. Are you, are you a big, that's in a vacuum, are you a Sean Payton enjoyer? Not particularly. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I think he's a very good coach. Okay, my brain is broken by, like, Brady Belichick stuff. My my brain, we talked about this earlier in the week, my brain is, like, broken by it. By, like, a lifetime of it. That, like, my bar for, like, what is considered good is so so wildly out of whack that I'm like, ooh, he won one Super Bowl and made, like, consistent playoff appearances? Trash. I, I mean, I think the problem with the Saints, though, I've I've seen the Saints choke in the playoffs oh, so, so many times. So many, many times. times. <laughs> but it's also like, is that choking in the playoffs? Or is that just winning what is actually a normal amount? I don't know. Probably the choking it, it's, one. It's I'm not willing to... I'm not willing to say it's not choking either. Frank, this isn't me admitting fault. Because they did it like four or five years in a row. But, like, he's a good coach. Like, uh, like, uh, Sean Payton is like, I don't know. what In his time, probably a top five to upper half of the top ten coach. In the, in, like, we're comparing him to the field. Which is also what we have to. Now, is a coach worth a first-round pick? Depends on the coach. I am on the fence. <laughs> Yeah. Sean well, McVay, I'm, yes. Sean Payton. I you get it's like a having a good coach make um, obviously, right? We saw what they had last year with um <laughs> but I if you're the Broncos, I, I I get it. And they're also like like big, big game hunting on the coaching market, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The, the I mean the Broncos, they're in dire straits. This is the best they could have done. Which is, I mean, this is like, this is the guy except for Jim Harbaugh for a lot of people. So I, 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 I do get it. Cause like the, I don't want to sit and be like, oh, coaching don't, coaches don't matter. Like if this is, especially if he's like, if he's, I guess it also depends like how long he's there for too. Like if he's there for like an extended period of time, then it's like especially worth it. You know, like if he's there for like six, like six plus years, eight, nine years, I don't know exactly how old Sean Payne is. I don't think he's like old, but. Probably like mid fifties, fifty nine, yeah, a little bit older than I thought. But okay. then I think it's even like if he's there and he like establishes something and he like gets the franchise going like a positive direction. Then I mean like like beyond like even like the Russell Wilson situation, which again I guess if there's anybody who can maybe like make like a six one quarterback work, it's um you know it's Sean Payton. But like we can crap all over Russell Wilson. He was very bad last year. In fairness, I did think that from week one that Nathaniel Hackett was terrible. You, I, did, you did say that. And it's the same thing that I said with, with Patricia and Judge earlier. Like, I can't acknowledge that the coaching was a horrible, horrible disaster and not saying that upgrading to something at a bare minimum is average won't make a big difference. Like, can I believe a world where, like, Sean Payton can, like, get Russell Wilson in a position where he's playing at, like, an average level? Yes. 
I, I am willing to believe in that. I am willing to believe that that is possible. I'm not going to go out, out. I'm not going crazy with it. But, like, I get to the point where I believe that, like, he can get Russell Wilson to, like, play, like, an average NFL starting quarterback. Yes. Yes. And that alone, having something you feel confident with that, probably worth it if you're the Broncos. Because you, you are so locked into this. You are so invested in this. You can't get out of it if you wanted to and, like, still be able to field an NFL roster. That oh, What's one more pick? <laughs> like, what's what's the 29th pick at that point? I mean, could you argue you could go find somebody else who was free? I mean, I guess that's kind of the issue, too, because it's a matter of opportunity cost. Like, every other coach you could have gotten would have been free. But also, every other coach would have been at least, like, to some extent, like, a risk. Like, Sean Payton is a known commodity. And I guess you can and I don't even think this is, like, necessarily just about, like, maximizing, like, the, the Russell Wilson window. <laughs> but I I don't know. I, I get it. Like, I, I get it if you're the Broncos. Like, you know, you maybe you could have taken a swing. But, like, I I, I, I get it. Uh, you just you want, like, a real coach. And you, Sean Payne, at least I know, is a real NFL head coach. And no good for the Saints, too. Good, good for the Saints. Getting an asset out of it. Good, good for them. But I... I get it for the Broncos. They they need they need a steady proven hand like 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 yesterday. Like they needed one uh twelve months ago. So I I get it, Jordan. I don't know. Do you feel are you do you feel any different? Um, so I, I guess I guess the way I would like to frame it is like imagine this was just sort of let's pretend instead of having Russell Wilson there, you had like Brock Osweiler, like nobody there. The Broncos, with the exception of quarterback, is a great team, top five defense, very good receiving core, very good offensive line, uh, kind of competent running game, but running games are kind of just aren't important. You can get well, a they're very important. Like, it's just the running get back. a running back in like the fifth round. Well, the so scheme is what's important. The running scheme. Yes. Here we go on. But is it, 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 the the problem is. The, the 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 goal is to see if whether or not Russell Wilson is cooked. I, that's that's what it all comes down to. In that's fairness, that's that's I what it's think all that's about. the entire thing. Because again, I think like the Sean, my like the Sean Payton thing is actually worth it if he's there longer. I think if he can just even just be there and just like make the team like something, like again, like like make them go from like one of the worst coach teams in the league to like competently coach and like build on that over like a few years. Like that is like. That can only, like that's independent of the Russell Wilson thing, and then just also hoping that like either like he can get Russell Wilson going or get somebody else going or just something. Because like my God, like it was miserable last year, Jordan. Like it can't, like it certainly can't be worse. So I See, I did I I just it's it's all about Russell Wilson. That well, and, but, and but then Ferris, it, like you're bringing in a guy who's like who's like probably the be- one of the best guys to try and fix it. Like, like this is this is a master class in the sunken cost fallacy. Oh, I can't, I don't even except, except it's not even a, it's not even a sunken cost. It's more of like you got to get this right, or it's literally going to just chop your head off. You know, they're trying to bail water, but you know they got a big bucket, Jordan. It, yeah, it's a big bucket. It's it's like it's like it's like their basement is leaking, but they 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 get they have a really big bucket and a very nice squeegee. They're trying. I mean, they're try- again. Like, if you want to get Russell Wilson, I think it's, there's more to it than that. I'm not just looking at it as like the fix Russell Wilson thing. I think there's more to it than that. But also, like, among guys, I mean, who would- I mean it's 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 a five year, umpteen billion dollar commitment 
yes. Russell Wilson regardless. But also, like, you know, there's a guy who maybe could fix Russell Wilson. I guess Sean Payton's high on that list. And it's not it's not like it's not like you're gonna bench Russell Wilson. Uh, you, maybe you do. Maybe you can't maybe you Sean, can't cut him, you can't trade him, you Sean can't Payton, do anything like, with him. You just gotta you just gotta hope he's not he's not dead. And if he is be- dead, then there's nothing Sean Payton can really do. Get another young butt going. Uh, yes, but like, what about the the two hundred and fifty million dollars? Ah, some can cost, Jordan. <laughs> that's a that's a. You tough, know, at least you a have a good head coach. Deal. At least you have a coach now who you know can coach. Maybe you can get you going. If 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 the Walton if the Wal if the Waltons can can just say you know what we're just going to eat this eighty five ninety million dollar cap hit and move on. I would salute them, but uh, that's you know, that's a tough They're willing to spend. Deal. You can't say. I assume they're going to be giving Sean Payton. Like, like if, if they're willing to just hit like the reset for like one year and see what they can get, I you know at least more you power have, to them. But well, again, even if you do that, you at least have like a coach who you're confident can like build something. Can like who has like built an NFL program up in recent memory. You know, it's it's yeah, but that would be competence at the head coach at head coaching is invaluable. I will say that. There are less than is, thirty-two men in the world. That's, there are less than that, thirty-two that, men in the world. That, that, that's 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 like an apocalyptic apocalyptic scenario you for know, Denver. Yeah, that's why. First, well, first you're like, oh, I should pay, try to work your magic with him, please, please. Here's a big bag of money. I assume they're giving him a big bag of money. Or Those like it may be Russell if he still asks next year. Maybe maybe someone can level with him like Russ you need to re- rework your contract so like you can't probably you can't not I'm not doing that possible. if I'm him <laughs> if you're Russell Wilson absolutely like, not you can like, bench me but you gotta pay me but maybe maybe someone can use this I'll go sit in my this, office this moral ar- this high moral argument go, and be like I'll Russ you can't do in, this to us I'll go sit in my office and I won't bother anybody I'll go sit in my office and I mean, I mean, I, I hate to see. I would hate to see Russell Wilson just become like the nicer version of Aaron Rodgers, but he's going to become the nicer version of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers won an MVP in the last two years. I'll be fair. <laughs> yes. Aaron, problem with Aaron Rodgers is not how he plays. I hate to say. But Aaron Rodgers and, and Russell Wilson had not their best seasons last no. year. But both that's stati- fun. Both statistically the worst seasons, uh, actually. That's Sean Payton thing. D'Amico Ryan's got hired by the Texans. I, I don't I don't know. Good 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 for him. I, re- I read a whole article about big D'Amico Ryan's pump up piece. I know you're out on defensive coaches altogether, Jordan. I am I am out on defensive coaches altogether, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think it's gonna matter for the Texans. Oh, uh, probably still, not, but at least they're still gonna be bad. At least they like actually hired a guy to like actually be the coach and not to not to be a tank commander. Their last, yeah, their last but, two head coaching hires were kind of intentionally bad. This one, at least, like, D'Amico Ryan is, like, a guy who's, like, well-regarded and, like, other teams allegedly wanted. So it seems like they might actually be ready to start trying in Texas, whatever, in Houston, whatever whatever that's worth. You know, blank slate, a lot of money. You know, they got, they got, a, they got Nick Casario. I, I mean, I guess it's better than the Cardinals, and I guess it's better than the Colts. So, I, that, so I'll you know, say that. Not a lot. You know, it's a blank slate, Jordan. So I'm trying to do like a Madden rebuild. It's a like a bunch of money in bunch of picks. Blank slate, baby. Good luck. Is a Belichick guy gonna be the one to fix it? Probably not. But you know, I mean, the pan the Panthers was ideal, but Frank Reich. Frank Reich, good hire. Slip, slip, slippery sloped right back in there. You know, good. I still think that's a good hire. But I don't want to get into too much Panthers talk. Ooh, what's their Panthers QB situation gonna be like? Uh, I don't know. They, they're oh, really good. Anything happen. They could trade up. They could like have somebody fall to them in the draft. Uh, they're in, like a s- interesting QB spot. They gotta be a little bit proactive, but they could, they could like legitimately like they could wind up with like 
there's like a world where like CJ Stroud or like Will Levis falls to them there. Or they like move up a little bit, do some maneuvering. But that'll you know they got they got they 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 got, they got some options there. They got they got some options. You know probably hopefully not Sam Darnold. If you're them, I open for something a little bit more than that. But you know they could they could like end up moving up or something. Again, like some somebody could fall depending on who they like. But you know Panthers, fun team, sneaky good, very good all line, very good defense. A good wide receiver. Also, the NBA trade deadline's coming up, Jordan. You excited for that? I didn't ever want to talk about it this week. We're transitioning to basketball now, by the way. We, we again squandered so much time talking about football, more than we intended to. We do it every week. It's, it's getting bad. It's getting. We got we to gotta figure out a way to truncate the football talk, I say. But It's, it's fine. Just give it a couple weeks. <laughs> it's a great point. It'll be done soon. Great point. Then we'll be, like, desperate for things to talk about. But uh, no, so trade deadline's coming you'll, up. You'll, you'll be you'll be giving us our your your your, your Cavaliers or your your Hawks or oh, I got him right now. I'll give you some right now, Jordan. The so the NBA trade deadline is on the ninth. I wasn't sure if we should do like our big preview this week or next week because we'd be recording on the seventh. It would be going out on the eighth, but like trades could start happening by then. So we'll just I mean we'll also talk about it next week. We're gonna talk about it now. Trade deadlines here, Jordan. Uh, to quickly start from the Celtics perspective, I would like to see the Celtics add. Wick Grossbeck, Jordan, would also like to see the Celtics add. He said, he told Brad Stevens to muscle up and let's go get the job done. Okay. Which I believe will happen, Jordan, because one thing I will say, we do not talk about enough. We do not, I feel like we don't give give Brad Stevens some praise. As much as maybe we should, because I think since he became the president of basketball, basketball ops, which seemed like a very odd decision at the time, he has been very good. Now, he inherited a good situation. He inherited a great situation. And but, you know, I got to say, though, in terms of just making like little moves to get them over the top, he's seemed he has a, at a bare minimum been far more willing to trade like random first round picks than Danny Ainge has been, which was like the last thing this team needed to actually do to get themselves in position. He has been very aggressive in adding. He would like the Al Horford for Kemper Walker trade was a boon. The, like even like Derek White's been good. Like being able to navigate the Malcolm Brogdon trade was, that was a great trade. I don't think anything like they'd be able to do anything that significant this off season. Having the shed guys, Brett Stevens done a good job. So I got confidence he could do it again at the deadline. Again, he hasn't, like, built this team from the ground up. Danny Ainge built 95% of the foundation of this team. He got most of the, He got all of the assets. Didn't want to part with all the assets sometimes. So, again, but, you know, I don't know how Brad Stevens would do if he took over, like, a rebuilding team. But for the Celtics, he's done an excellent job. Done an excellent job so far. And an excellent job literally just meant, like, adding players at the deadline. Except for, like, the... Oh no, the Kemp, I mean the Horford and the Brogdon trade were both legitimately like good kind of inspired creative moves. But it's good. So I have confidence they can do it. I think they should add. I think like the Celtics certainly should add. If anything, because like if you're a you know, just kind of by default, if you're just like a like a legitimate like top three, top four team in the league, I just think you should add for, you know, the the sake of, you know, adding and uh trying. And <laughs> Adding what oh. for what? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, they could add, like, a couple spots they could add to. I mean, every team has holes. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, at a bare minimum, just kind of like, like for any team, like, generally speaking. Like, it's I mean, like, I mean, yeah, every team has holes. But, like, if, if 
Well, it's like I, I mean, it, it's, it's not it's not like there's a lot. No, there's not. Uh, no, I mean, if you want if you want to be like the, the tier, like they, they might need to give up. Yeah, well, if you want me to like tier like my needs for the Celtics, it's like I, like another wing, like another wing off the bench who can shoot a little bit, who could play like the role that like Gallinari was supposed to play, basically, because he's. I like like be, like best case scenario if Gallinari had like a miraculous ACL recovery, he could be back by like the finals. And I don't know if I'm like giving him like 15 minutes a game in the finals for the first time. It's like another wing who can eat up like this, like another wing who can like shoot and like defend a little bit. Ah, uh, that's like my number one thing. The other one is like you know like maybe like um, a, how much would you trade to get get that? I don't know. Depends on depending on the guy, like the first or like Pritchard or something. Like, if you're looking whoa, at, like... Whoa, whoa, not Pritchard. Whoa, calm down. He's not buddy. playing, you know? It's just, like, you know, like, somebody to be, like, better than, like, Sam Hauser. You know, like, whoa, Sam whoa, Hauser. Ha- yeah. Hauser had a you very mean, good start to the season. He you mean sh- Howitzer? The way he be shooting? <laughs> he he was very good, like, the first month and a half of the season. It was unbelievable. Yeah, now the, sh- now, the sh- now the threes aren't... You see, the threes were going in. Now, like, a, he was shooting, like, 45% for the first month of the year. And now the threes have stopped going in. So now... And get a real NBA player, you know, <laughs> like, or like, or like another center, or like a backup center to eat up like the Luke Cornett minutes. Like I don't like not big things, like not huge, like not huge. Luke Cornett, you I know, take away his minutes. I know, ridiculous. Or like I don't know, like another big to eat up like some like the Blake Griffin minutes, like that. like that, like again, like not like the Blake Griffin minutes. What he needs all his <laughs> I minutes. Know, I don't know what this bit is that he's doing, <laughs> but no, it's like. Like, like, I think basically every team in the league, by the way, is like, well, I, we could we could stand to add another, like, 6'8 to 6'10 guy who can shoot threes kind of good. Except the Lakers. No, the Lakers need need a million six. Need far more. But, but, you know. Rui's ball. Gonna, they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to make a trade. Well, we're not going to the Lakers. They're doing, doing Celtic stuff. But, you <laughs> okay. know, like, I mean, if I'm doing, like, Nate, like, like P.J. Washington is a guy I've seen. Throw, like, Jay Crowder. Honestly, they could add Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder would be a wonder- wonderful fit on this team. Speak, speaking of, speaking of Jay, Jay Crowder, I did. You, you told me about this, like, before we started recording. And I was like, the Suns are my, num- my number one pick for a fire sale team. I, ah, uh, God, you want my Suns takes? I don't think they should Hit. fire sale it. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, the Suns are having a down year, which is not, like, Honestly, the funny thing is, like, their biggest need is, like, Jay Crowder. <laughs> Jay Crowder. They need, they need like, Jay Crowder. Because for whatever reason, Jay Crowder has just been holding out as a as a role player. Because uh, certainly. Then I, I don't know what's going on with DeAndre. And... But oh, he's just, he's, 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 he's not. The advanced, me- advanced metrics are very, very not nice to DeAndre. And I don't know what it is with them. They just refuse. Either they refuse or he refuses they refuse to like utilize him like nearly as well as they could. Like they were, or maybe he's not capable of it, but they like refuse to even seem to try to like, let him like start playmaking out of the post or start like initiating any of his own offense. And they're just like, he's not like getting better. He's like kind of the same player he's been the whole time he's been in the league. But no, I mean, I don't know. Like at a bare minimum, the Suns have like, you know, Devin Booker and like Mikhail Bridges and like Deandre until like, I still think it's good and talented. It's just, underperforming like that's like a decent enough core it's just the problem with the sun is that a they're like relying so so heavily on chris paul to like initiate their entire offense and like he's just like kind of taking a step back because you know it's like 40 he's 36 yeah he's 36 he's still playing very well but he's like clearly like you know like not able to score nearly as well he's not as fast and they kind of just don't have like 
They sort of, like, don't have, like, a backup point like anybody else. Like, they don't have, like, really good dark guard depth at all. Outside of, like, him and Booker are kind of their only guards. Really, and, like, Cameron Payne, like, maybe, kind of, but, like, Cameron Payne should be your next guy when your point guard is 36. So that thing's kind of good. And then, like, their wing, like, they've had, like, wing issues. Like, Cameron Johnson's been out a lot this year. Also, again, like, Jay Crowder hasn't been playing because he didn't want, I don't know, back up Cameron Johnson, but they really need Jay Crowder. Or they kind of really need because outside, like, outside of those guys, their, their bench just, just sucks. Like, their bench just sucks. So, like, I don't see them as a fire sale team because it's like, I don't, I wouldn't trade Booker, Bridges, or Aiton because they're, like, your pillars and they're good and they're right. And then, like, Chris Paul, you're not going to be able to trade him. And then all the rest, I mean, Cameron Johnson's good. I wouldn't trade him either. And then the rest of your bench players are, like, Jay Crowder, who I would trade. And because obviously, because he doesn't want to play there. And then nobody else, I, anybody would want. You want, like, Saban Lee, Jordan? You want to swing, like, a big trade for Dario Saric? Maybe maybe make a move for Bismack Biombo? Hey, I am you a know. Biombo enjoyer. You know, I'm not, like, blowing up, like, you're actually good young players. Maybe they're more like uh, get to the offseason and, like, re-retool kind of team more than a rebuild. Kind of. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, the Bucks have been, like, skulking around Jay Crowder. Again, like, every single team could always be, like, give us some. It's like, it's like you know, it's like it's like at the MLB trade deadline. You get the trade deadline in baseball and you don't really know what to do. Just trade for, like, more bullpen pitching. Like, it's never a bad idea. I mean, yeah, but, like, baseball is different because yeah. the, the amount of stuff you're, you you have available to trade is just, Well, like, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's like, yeah, you know. Like, like you just start swapping double-A and single-A guys. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, the Celtics have, like, assets to trade. And, like, they and, and control most of their picks. They have, like, a bunch of random seconds. They got, like, Pritchard, like... Like things to why trade. You, why you keep it? Why you, why are you hating on Pritchard? Just, I am. They're, they're not playing defense. him. Like you're, they're 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 not playing him. So they're they're going to need him one day. All right. I, they're going to need him. They have some great guard depth. I will. They all right. Their guard when, depth. When is, it's going to be like it's going to be like round two, and they're going to be like game six against the 76ers, and Harden's going to be cooking, and they're going to send in Pritchard for like just to start. I don't know, like ten minutes, and he's going to hit like four threes in a row. He's and you're capable lose of it. Mind, he's very good. Be like. And you'll be like, I'm glad they kept him. He hasn't been shooting threes good this year, but, you know, he's supposedly capable of it. I, they haven't that's exactly him. what happened against the Bucks last year. No, no, that was Grant Williams, Jordan. Well, one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the season, one of the games he came in and what? went sick. No, he's a very good, he's a very good, but they haven't been playing him. So, you know, if you don't want to play him, then utilize the value. Trade him to somebody who will want it. Like, trade him to the, the bunch of teams that would, teams that would like him. He's a good player. I don't know. Like, yeah, do that. Like, add like, or they could add like a like another center. Like, like I mean, I've seen like Jakob Podol. That's a little bit, a little bit outside of a like it's a little too expensive, rich for my blood. But like, I don't know, like Nas Reed, like Doug McDermott. Like, he's not a center, but like as another like kind of biggish guy who can suit like just be like another. The guy would just be like another kind of old big guy who can shoot to like take up the Gallinari minutes that they thought they were gonna need. So yeah, so you know, those are the Celtics things. Otherwise, cross league, I think it's gonna be an interesting deadline. You know, like I'm also curious about the the jazz since I think Danny Ainge needs to do more to secure his tank. Yeah, I think they're just gonna. I mean, they're probably just gonna start like dealing off guys. They got a million guys you'd want. I mean, God, yeah. they got Laurie Laurie Markkinen. He's a little. He's a little bit. He's a little bit too stable. Oh well, Markkinen. I mean, you. I think you hang on to. He's like your building block now. But the rest the, of the, the team, the, like the finished finisher. Yeah, like. <laughs> you know, but I mean, Malik Beasley is a good player. Like. Olenek's the guy some teams would like. Oh, I'll take Olenek on the Celtics, probably. Mike Conley is, like, good. Like, Malik, actually Malik Beasley. Vanderbilt's pretty good. Like, Rudy Gay's fine. Like, Sexton. All the, all the, 
Although, like, the Jazz are only, like, six games out from, like, second or something. Yeah, they're it's exactly 500. They're 26 and 6. <laughs> so, Tank, so, baby. You know. Bottom out. <laughs> Time don't, to start. Don't, 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 don't take the chance, Danny. Blow it up some more. Time to race. Like, they have a bunch of guys. I mean, I'll take, like, Malik Beasley on the Celtics. Sure. I think it's them. But I think it'll be a good deadline because, like, again, like, the value of us and, like, the post-Warriors being the best team ever era is that you now have, like, a a lot. Like, even though you also have, like, a third of the league tanking, uh, you also have about a third of the league that could, like, reasonably convince themselves that they're, like, like have like enough like chance of being a real contender to like legitimately want to try and add some guys like you legitimately have like 10 11 teams that could you could like reasonably think could like convince themselves like we should like go for it to like some extent like even if that's like adding like like i know the raptors have a lot of guys that like adding like an og ananobi or like i mean pascal's kind of up john collins is a guy i keep seeing in trade room i mean john collins has been in trade rumors for like a bajillion years John Collins is like perpetually in trade rumors because the Hawks just don't like him. I don't, I don't know, just don't like him. But you know, like I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, seeing like like Zach Levine trade rumors and stuff. I don't know about that. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. But yeah, like you have a lot of teams that are actively trying to be bad, but you also have like an equal number of teams that are actively trying to be good. So that should lead to pretty good trade deadline, I think. I think we're gonna have an interesting trade deadline. I mean, again, like in the East, like. The Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Nets, Cavs, like, I've all legitimately been very, very good and should try to add. The Heat haven't been great, but, like, they've, you know, it's been, like, the case for them, like, the last two years. Like, they've t- ended up turning it up. And, by the way, they're a team I, that could probably fix themselves. I, 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 I think the Heat should be in the be in the market to sell. You'd think, but, I mean, like, they, like, looked, like, kind of washed last year, and then they went to the conference finals. And, again, like, they could retool it. Like, there are, like, ways that they could, like, kind of like switch some dudes around and like at least like get themselves going i think they're just actually they're just actively trying to win and they're so in on this team at this point like what are you gonna do but i don't think they're gonna try and bottom out so some people sell some pieces off get some new pieces in it's like yeah like they're kind of in a weird spot like i'm not saying i'm not saying they have to be the magic but no but i mean again i think they're like in the category of teams like think that they're a contender or would like to be a contender and would thus operate as a buyer not a seller I mean, the West, like the Nuggets, obviously, the Grizzlies, obviously, the Kings, I think, are just happy to be good. But I could see them trying to add. Well, they might as well. I mean, oh, they should. I agree with you. They, they, have, they, well. have, they have beams to light. They, they got they beams well to light. I agree. Sky's looking a little dark. Uh, Clippers, I mean, they are just so all in at this point. And Kawhi's been playing good since he came back. Kawhi, Kawhi. All, is, all, all, all eight games Kawhi Leonard has played. I, you know, listen, they're so in at this point, They they might as well invest a little more. It might be it might be eleven now. Why why not? He's been playing he's been playing he's been playing pretty consistently since he came back. He's been he's been playing a good amount. How many games has Kawhi played this year? He's played played twenty seven games, Jordan. I don't believe it. That's twenty seven. He's been good. He's been he's been working. He's been, and again, like I don't know if you're the Clippers. That's like, fake news. If you're Clippers at this point, like you might as well just like be like, well, maybe we'll get to the playoffs, and maybe Paul George and Kawhi will both be healthy. We might as well like we're we're already all in on this. Like what's What's like a little bit more? What's what? Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll just both be healthy. Like what? Are, what are we gonna do? We might as well. It's very good if they are. Like the Warriors. Like, like I mean, like I, I don't know. I wouldn't bank against the Warriors. They should. I mean, they're like if they just added like a like a, like like Alex Caruso or something. They'd be right back in it, baby. I mean, hot t- hot take. I think the Warriors should. Uh, they should sell some. Who are they gonna some sell? Who are gonna sell a few of them? Like, like, again, like, you're kind of in, like, you're just in it by nature of, like, you have, like, that same core, 
and you have all like last year they weren't like a content like they weren't like the contender out of the west but they just they got there because you know they know how to do it and again like they just need like like it's just their depth's been their issue more than anything this year you know like gary payton's been gone and Otto porter's been gone and like Kaminga and Moody and kind of like the combination of a lot of those guys just like having like kind of taken into those roles but I mean that's like they like they need like some bench guys is what they are they need like Dante DiVincenzo to like get going again but like they still have like their one through six you know like Steph I mean Clay's been kind of bad but he's like kind of been, but Clay's kind of been picking it up lately but it's like they still have Steph Clay Draymond Wiggins Looney Poole it's just like need like to figure out like they're like they're seven through like nine and that's you know more solvable than the alternative than putting together like a championship course. And why is it? And then the math. I don't know what the. I don't know what the maths are gonna do there. They're just they're just gonna have Luca score sixty yeah, until okay. they until he gets enough. tired and like against the, a, like you know, a, the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, against like five. an injured against like a Clippers team that suddenly doesn't have like Kawhi and Paul George in the first round. Yeah, probably. All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. All right, but Pelican. Spe- speaking of, speaking of, speaking of teams that will get swept by the Mavericks. It, it would be it would be the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. No, no, both. Being that wouldn't injured. surprise me at all. No, it'd be them both. Be well, they both play in Game One, and then suddenly like both like be out in like Game Two, and then the Clippers would like. Because again, if they have both those guys, they're very. I mean, there's obviously like, that's one of like that's one of the best tandems in the NBA, and if you're them, you might as well like. And everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my God, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, finally healthy." And then Luca will go in there and drop like fifty-eight and. Seven and I, mean, I think that, the Clippers like, are, for them. like they're a that'll legitimate contender them. if they have both those guys. And, you know. Are they? I mean, Probably, we never yes. we never seen it yes. before. If they just... have both, yes, if they have both, <laughs> like both of those guys are like either like top fifteen or top ten players. Like yes, when healthy, yes, like they are. Like they have not. Like, has had... it happened before? No, is it, is... no, it has not. <laughs> but if you're them again, like you're so invested in this, there's not a way you can even tear it down, really. You don't have your own picks anyway. Trade, trade one or the other. You can't. Who's going to take them? They both hurt all the time. That's true. You know, like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, you can maybe trade Paul George. They can probably trade both. But it's like, it's not, you're not going to get anything that's worth, like, starting a rebuild with because you don't have your own picks anyway. So if you suck, like, you're not helping yourself. You're not doing anything. Like, you're not doing anything but for yourself by sucking because you won't have your own draft picks. You're helping the Thunder out. Like, so no, like you just yeah, the, you, the Thunder definitely don't need any better draft picks. You're already you're already here. You know, you're, they have, you're already they, they here. They have too many. It's an imperfect situation, but you know it's it's not easy to get two players of that caliber together. You know it's not an easy thing to do. I, I you mean, know I don't know. I've seen it a few times. You have, but it takes a little while to get there. You know you're there. There might be a, there might be a couple teams in the East have oh, yeah. oh, two sure. players of the same caliber oh, sure. that but, you know, play always- at the same time always happened you know so Const- you, constantly consistently you just gotta you know you just you just in this is what you're in now you know you just gotta you gotta try to make it work best you can you gotta look at another another point guard got in there get some more wing depth uh you know they just they're there baby the clippers are there mm, I, I, what I, about I, the uh the not win now lakers huh uh you know how about the team rob palinka said won't win now even though they're like you know, I'm kind of coming back place. around on the Lakers. I am kind of circling back around now that Anthony Davis is back. I got to be honest. I'm like, I'm, I'm rotating back around. Like, if they added, I wouldn't be like, I mean, they already did add. They added Rui. That was like a big one. They didn't trade much for him. But he's been good. By the way, he's kind of been balling since he came back, for the record. But, I mean, since they traded for him. I mean, I don't know. If there's a deal out there, I'm, I'm more inclined to make it now. Because, like, Anthony Davis was, was so good when he was playing. And LeBron's please been fire, please fire off. So good. Lebr- LeBron's been so good these last like couple of months. 
it's, like, it's it's unbelievable it is it's so in, now i'm like back it's, to like it's all incomprehensible right. well again it's like because like the first month of the year lebron didn't look like he looked good but he didn't look like great looking like maybe lost a step but like now he's just back to being like all-time lebron and you have ad i'm like i don't know how often do you have two players that good not an easy thing that maybe you do just take advantage of it you know, maybe you do try to make the best of it and hope that, like, if you get those two guys to the playoffs and you get, like, something around them, it can, like, work. Which it could. It could. You know, the, the Lakers, they have two prime picks, baby. You know, oh, back on, back. I mean, like, Schroeder's been playing good. Like, Thomas Bryant's been playing good. You know, like, Russ like, I, I, don't, I don't know how. Uh, fine. I don't know how you feel about Lonnie Walker. But, Lonnie Walker's you know? been good. He's legitimately been good these last couple months. Like, he has, like, actually, like, like Lonnie Walker's like also been good. Like he's so fine, fine. Like he's fine. I'm back. I'm 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 I'm, I'm on board. Do it. Do what you gotta do. Fine. Yeah, Lonnie Walker's been shooting great like these last couple months. Like he's been scoring pretty good. Like yeah, fine. Also, I would like I would like to cement my my firm opinion that LeBron James is the goat. He might be. I mean, I don't I, I'm taking I'm taking my official stance. Oh on my god, it. You see, I, I I still just refuse. To... I I fill I filled out the paperwork. I got the, I got the letter in the you mail. Are, you are now are uh, you are now are a a lover. I am a little lover. Damn. I I am a certified LeBron enjoyer. <laughs> so. Damn, he's getting in before he gets the all-time scoring record, so they won't call him a bandwagoner. Which, by the way, again, if that shifts your opinion one way or the other, I'd I'd love for somebody to explain to me how. If I'm being honest with, you. like, truly and genuinely, like, if that was the thing that got you on, I I, I think you're weird. I gotta yeah, be. You know, I, I see. I, I know. I know your argument, and I understand it perfectly. I'm not saying that you can't have him as your goat. I'm not even saying I know. I'm just saying, like, like if you like, we're like, no, LeBron isn't the goat unless he gets what is it, thirty eight thousand four hundred points. Yeah, something like that. If like if he has thirty eight thousand two hundred, no, thank you. But if it's thirty eight thousand five hundred, oh baby, like everything's in a completely different historical context. I think that's silly. I, I think I think it's the people sitting on the fence is like oh LeBron's but it should get you over the fence. I don't I don't know. I agree that, with you. That legit like thirty eight that I was very close. It's thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty seven. I was very close. <laughs> like like that shouldn't put you over. Like that shouldn't put you over the edge one way or the other. Like okay so like if LeBron like stopped playing like tomorrow for some reason like oh well you know can't be the goat now. You know he didn't hit the all time scoring. That's silly. That would be silly, but very good case. Anyway, yeah, these would be a fun deadline. I think we're gonna like legitimately see like some some neat neat things happen, uh, or not. I don't know. No, the deadlines have gotten again. The deadlines have gotten a lot better the last. There was like a long period where like the deadline was always lame, and we'd like talk about it, and then nothing would happen. Probably because mainly because the Warriors were just so so head and shoulders. The Warriors and Cavs are just so head and shoulders above everybody for like such a long stretch that it was like kind of irresponsible to be like, well, we'll add, we'll try and win now. I was like, why? Why do it? I haven't seen any rumors or anything. Oh, I see plenty because I like lurk around them. Oh, there are plenty. Oh, of you them. you might be you might be following the uh the, yeah. the oh yeah the all basketball players bars. all the billion guys. You know, but yeah, and now it's like yeah. Now teams now again there are so many teams that are like actively a actively trying to lose and need to dismantle and so many teams that are actively trying to win like legitimately like we get like pretty we get we get like pretty good deadlines now like I'm I'm excited to see uh you know well a I'm excited for the Celtics to add like a fourth wing that'll be exciting that'll be my big day I'm like ooh baby they added a ninth man so let's go Jake you know you know what they say inside of you there are two wolves one wolf's a seven foot two French kid okay and the other wolf is. Kind of maybe sort of making it out of round two and 
the Western or Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly. Two, two paths. The two genders, Jordan. Tank for Vic <laughs> or shit. try and make the Western Conference semis. <laughs> no, those are the two genders, yes. You know, and again, I'm... and playoff <laughs> mediocrity. Or you're just that, you know, no, no, you know, but again, like, I don't really, the only team that I think is legitimately just trying to be, like, kind of good is is the Kings, and I respect, I genuinely, truly, I'll, be, I'll get this off, I genuinely respect that the Kings are, like, the rare team and like, the modern NBA, which feels like this zero-sum game of you're either trying to be the worst team in the league or the best team in the league, and there's nothing in between that matters, I, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of appreciate that the Kings just at some point last year were like, you know what? Let's just try and be an above-average basketball team. Let's just let's just make win-now moves to like make the first round, and they did it. You know, but and they if, and it's if, working if, out if, for them. If Victor is even like a third of everybody's been hyping enough to be, I rather you know I'd rather have him. Than I get it, but good. for the Kings specifically, I'm like at a certain point, it's like you know what, you have been awful for 20 years. At remember, some point, remember when they, they could have drafted Luca? At some point, you, you know what? They'd somehow mess it up if they drafted Victor because they're cursed. And it's like, you know what? Just gotta be good. Just gotta be good at your sport for some period of time. And then good things tend to happen. Good things tend to follow, you know, good cultured, well structured teams. And now they're good. And now they're, you know, light the beam, baby. All in on it. All in on it. Sabonis should be an MVP candidate, legitimately. Very good. Doesn't have the numbers, has the impact great a very fringe mvp candidate by the way. maybe like the 11th guy on the mvp ladder by the way it's like, it's like say, he says there's a couple of people 10 guys but sabonis has been very good that was overhyping it sabonis has been very good sabonis has I'm, been excellent i'm feeling i'm feeling i'm feeling Embiid. i've seen i've seen Embiid doing doing Lebr- doing reverse Embiid dunks was and, crazy against the uh against the nuggets the other night yeah, he's going sicko mode i'm like damn who is this who, oh Embiid got him crazy. mad Oh, Embiid. I'm like Embiid driving to the basket. Oh yeah. Oh please, please. Embiid went 47, 18 and five. Dude, dude was like, "I give me one of my MVPs back, please." But the also, problem is, Giannis also did, is also also did Jokic out crazy. of his mind. Too. Yeah. Also, also Jokic just quietly had 24 at nine. Yeah, and, and Jokic and Luca's dropping 50 at yeah, will, and LeBron's it's, having the every, greatest every, game at, yeah. at age 50 ever. Great, great. <laughs> Very rough feel for Embiid. Great, great time to be, great time to be a basketball fan. He's in there. He's in the mix. He's, you know, he's like one of like seven guys who are having like all time great scoring seasons. And then Jason Tatum too. Oh yeah, and... balling, hooping. He was the favorite at one. Oh the oh, it's a great time. Great time to be a basketball fan. Do not get it twisted. Oh yeah, how many guys in the league right now are God like? Like, how many guys in the league right now are averaging 30? 30 per game right now. Um, At least five. Hang on. Let, let's see. Let me pull the list up. Yeah, Joel Embiid leading the league in points per game. You know, Joel's averaging 33.6. Luka's averaging 33.4. Giannis, 31.7. Tatum, 31.1. Shea, Shea's going crazy this year. Shea's going sicko mode in OKC. He's averaging 30.9. Dame's averaging 30.4. LeBron in his year 70 season, averaging 30.2. Steph's averaging 29.7. Durant's averaging 29.7. Donovan Mitchell's averaging 20. No, actually, Donovan Mitchell's averaging like a paltry 27.6. But yeah, you know, just. 
A lot of good players in that NBA, I'll say. Don't know if that's a controversial hot take. But there's like, yeah, like seven dudes right now who are all have like a very, very, very legitimate NBA. And Jokic isn't even on that list, by the way. Jokic, Jokic is, in, is choosing instead to average a 25, um, <laughs> a 10 and 10. I was about to say, isn't he averaging a triple-double? Uh, he's, he's, currently, he's averaging uh, 25, 11 rebounds, and 9.9 assists. So he's got to start stop hogging the ball. So that is thing. insane for a center. That's just, fucking just crazy. Legitimately one of the best passers. He is transcended being the best big man passer of all time and is now probably just one of the greatest passers of all time. Maybe he did deserve those two. Oh, he did. Back. Oh, it's he probably deserves a third. He probably won't get it. Because there's, like, eight other guys who are, like, equally as deserved. Unless he went, like, nuclear. Which, again, I guess averaging a 25-point triple-double as a center isn't considered going nuclear. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what would be. That's pretty nuclear to me. <laughs> I don't know what would be more than that. Unless he was, like, a miles above all, like, the other eight legitimate MVP candidates. I don't think they'll give it to him. But, man. You know what the best thing about watching, the funniest thing about watching Jokic is you'll watch Jokic. And it's not that fun. <laughs> It'll seem like he's he just seemed like he's just a big lumbering Serbian guy just kind of playing basketball normally and then the game will end and they'll be like he had forty five points and thirteen assists and fourteen rebounds. You're like, when did he do that? When when did that happen? What? Great great fun player to watch that Jokic. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Like, teams just casually have second options averaging 27 a game these days. Great, great time, the NBA. This is why I am anti-expansion. A lot of people use this to be like, well, they should expand because there's so much talent. And I say, shut up, nerd. Consolidate it even more. This mm, is but if they expand and they get even more talent. Obviously, they have less to talent. we more dispersed. That would be the argument to expand. Because the same thing happened, like, after, like, the NBA-ABA merger, Jordan. Scoring peak. No one, no one remembers. Those oh no, I'm telling you, statistic. You bring, you bring about statistics. Scoring bring, like, like a few years about after 1972 the, yeah, or like whatever that was. A few years after the merger, scoring like peaked to like similar levels it's at now, and then the, then they expanded, and then it all went down again. Jake, they didn't, they didn't even know what three points were back then. Exactly, that's why it's so impressive. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, no. So that were, was were like, do, were do still plumbers in the 70s? No, 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 no. They, they, no, no. They were, they sure. Were, they were at least like electricians, I'd say. Some 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 roof some roofmen. Oh, you know, a couple of shinglers. Yeah, well, I'm so sorry. I, I would like I would love to finish shingling your house, but I have to go go play the Nuggets tonight. I have to go so guard I'll pick Dr. this up J, tomorrow sorry. morning. Yeah, you know exactly. So yeah, people say that's why the leagues expand. I I anti expansion, baby. You can call me mm. anti expansion. Did Michael Jordan play against seven different guys averaging 30? Um, no, he, I don't know. Oh. I, you know, but most, no. pe <laughs> most people in the history of the game have not. You it's, know, it's kind of crazy. It's just, I don't. In fact, Michael Jordan played against teams that literally couldn't score, it, like the Knicks or the is, Jazz. Damn, dude is, dude is a. I'm dude just is saying. A, dude is a certified Patrick Ewing hater. I mean, I mean, I like Patrick Ewing, but you can't, Sorry, you can't tell me those Knicks and Jazz teams—they couldn't score. I, uh, you they know, it's shoot. funny because if, you know you can say that, but also if, like it wasn't for Michael Jordan, we might just think of Carl Malone or John Stockton as like legitimate, like all-time players. <laughs> you know, you know, when you beat everybody, everybody doesn't seem that impressive in hindsight. 
you know, but John Stockton and Carl Malone are, are all-time Oh, I'm saying, like, like, real, like, up, up there all-time players. Not like, ooh, best player, like, ever not to have a ring? Maybe Carl Malone, but we don't like talking about Carl Malone. We don't, we don't like, we don't like giving him credit for stuff. No, because he uh, he's made some questionable choices you off know, the court. Does, <laughs> does LeBron's goat case go go up if like some like questionable stuff comes out about like Tim Duncan? I bet it wouldn't. I, I don't even want to manifest that into reality. I don't even want to talk. Never mind. I'd hate that. Oh my god, that would shatter my worldview. I mean, I haven't even seen Tim Duncan since he retired. He doesn't do anything. He just stays home all day. Doesn't do a thing. You wouldn't see Tim Duncan. It's fine. Last time he came out, when he came out for like, I think like recently came out for like, uh, like a Spurs like thing. Oh, hair is long. He's got like locks now. He's got a beard. Going gray. All. I don't think he's doing anything right now. <laughs> I think Good for him, dude. Dude, career in when? Why would I stop? Start talking now. Good. Good for him. He was like an assistant coach with the Spurs for like a year, and then he, and he stopped. He won't do it anymore. He's like ah. I want to do this. Yeah, no, like legitimately, he's he's not doing he's not doing anything, just hanging. Truly and genuinely good for him. So uh, you know, as 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 like one of the number one Tim Duncan performers all time. I mean, Tim Duncan defenders. As somebody who may or may not have Tim Duncan above Kobe in my all time ranking, you know, God, you know, God, mm-hmm. which exactly people who were twelve years old ten years ago get really mad at you for saying. But anyway, that's it. That's the show. Uh, trade deadline's gonna be fun. Uh, get Norman Powell on the Kings. I want to see it. Anyway, bye everybody. Have a great night. We'll be back next week. Check out the Twitter. Check out the YouTube. I'm on. I'm on Twitter. Excuse me. Check out the YouTube and the TikTok. I'm on Twitter as Jake R. Elmsley. He is on Twitter and Instagram as True underscore World underscore King. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>